Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Sometimes, guys, you're out on the trail and you don't you don't want to dig that hole. You're tired, you're just you're depleted, but now you don't have to dig a hole anymore. Imagine a cradled pair of Carl's hands as if they were holding water, pre-molded casts of his hands. All you need to do is lay it on the ground, do your business, and let there be light because the hands themselves will dissolve what's in them, if you know what I mean. It's called the poo pal. When you gotta go, Carl is going to be your true bro. Check it out at holdthis.com. Hey, 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 guys. This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who needs no trowel because he digs with his own 8-inch nails that he refuses to clip on the trail. Carl Mandrioli. <laughs> it's, a, it's about time. I'm going to get you clippers. Yes. You know? Yes. It's too much. Too much. I'm excited for you because this is a episode that you love, this topic. Because with me today is Derrickson Reveal, the only man that truly believes a pine cone can dig a six inch hole to store your poop. Oh, you dig six inches, huh? <laughs> that's what you're supposed to. That's what it's uh, no, that's required. Does it what does it, are you digging? Does it say to? that on the on the pine cone or was it no? The... Yeah, on the pine cone. <laughs> Yes, all pine cones come with instruction manuals for how to use them and proper cat hole depth. No, it says that on your permit is where listen, it says Linda, that. And, listen, Linda. And the ranger typically tests you on that before you go. I know you're glazed over not paying attention though, right? Uh, I don't I don't review my poop digging uh, uh, trivia, no. Um, okay. But uh, I will say, oh, it's your poop trivia today, so this should be really interesting. But mm. uh, you know what? No, I think you can do it with a pine cone because I have done it, so. Teach their own. You know, if you can't do certain things with, you know, what the force gives you, then bring your little right. titanium shovel or whatever you got. <laughs> we will talk about that because we're talking about the best poop tips and gear. So mm. I got a mix of tips and gear. What do you have? I got a little bit of both. All I'm going to say in general is don't, don't, don't strain, guys. Don't, don't force okay. it out. Just, 
You gotta that's your main tip. Relax and breathe. That's just okay. a precursor. You know, I'm just a pre. Okay, I'm just telling a little them, taste. You know, just just don't force it out. That's not good. Yeah. Final thoughts on the pine cone. I will say that our next trip to Canyonlands likely will not have many pine cones to mm. kind mm. of pull. So I I might have to pack one in for this. Oh yeah, you need to bring yeah. a pine cone. Might have to bring one. Yeah, and maybe a ruler. Should we do a ruler or some sort? Hopefully, the ground is. Uh, the soil is soft enough um i don't know mm-hmm. you know sandy is it- there's definitely some soft soil that like desert crust where you're actually not supposed mm. to step or mm. dig because it kind of stays there forever so yeah. we'll figure it out but okay more on that to come so we're gonna get to some poop tips and gear for this episode this is actually tell me if you agree with this this is one of the toughest things people have to overcome when starting backpacking the poop thing like getting yeah. used to pooping outside just even going the first time just the, yeah. this whole the concept i, I think there's right? a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. uh, i remember i went on a uh a, a whitewater rafting trip down the grand canyon and i was this is the one where you got attacked by the coolers right by the coolers correct almost died yeah, yeah good memory so i yeah. i remember on that trip i didn't poop for four days because i think i had a right. lot of anxiety about where i was and what was going on and what what had been happening and don't sugarcoat it you had anxiety about going to the bathroom maybe a little bit i don't know i was like okay. i was like 15 so yeah it's a big day deal. four rolled around and it was like yo you're going whether you want to or not and it was you just you, like somebody said that to you you said that to yourself internal dialogue what's going on a little here? bit of okay. both a little, little bit of both and uh eventually it came out but it took a while just i think because it just shows like the body can really affect oh yeah know, bowels in this outdoor environment so. you gotta be comfortable your, your body has to kind of be in this relaxed state and true, uh, true. But on the on the positive side of things, though, this mm. is one of the best ways to shed weight on the trail. Yeah, well, you know, it's quick, right? Tell you that. You're just eating, processing, and then shedding the weight. You're literally shedding pounds literally. as you go. Correct. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. What would you 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 shed? What like four, five, six pounds per incident? Whatever happens. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Whatever happens. On. Ten pounds. Yeah. Right. I, I don't. Okay. Uh, we don't we don't usually use our our packway scale for that. Let's be honest. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Okay, you can come up with a method for that, and yeah, you know, I'm sure people. Yeah, maybe we'll take video footage. They'll like that, right? Can't be any you know better than the uh, tent catheter. So uh, you know, I think uh, I'll be honest. Okay, we'll figure, we'll figure something out. <laughs> All right, know? so we got some. So I know this is an uncomfortable topic for a lot of folks, and so I would say if it's super uncomfortable, they probably didn't even click on this episode. But for those that have been listening for a while, they know that this is Derek's, this is probably your favorite, favorite topic, right? Uh, I'm going to say no, because I think, I feel like you've brought up poop more than me recently. So maybe your passion's mm-hmm. growing. Okay, so what's your favorite, if it's not this, what's your favorite topic then? It's, isn't it you? Isn't my favorite topic you? Just, t- Just <laughs> no. talking about you? <laughs> That's probably your least favorite topic, let's be honest. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see. We'll see the excitement level, the passion coming out. Yeah. And... Also coming up, uh, we got a comment today on one of our recent episodes mm. about, this is from Nate from Colorado Springs. He had a comment about if we could kind of do it all over again, what we, how we would rename our podcast. He had an idea about that Ooh. that will definitely uh, stir the pot a little bit. Okay. I'll just say that. So stir it. We got that. And then you're going to do another like review attempt on something this episode, right? 
Salty britches. Salty britches. Yeah. Bro. You don't want to tease them. You just want to tell them straight up what it is. Okay. Salty britches. Thanks, Derek. Salty britches. Right. You're, well, it's also your other trail name. So that is it. Is it? You're the salty one, my friend. Shoulders and salty. So we'll get to all that coming up right after this. All right, my friend. So tip number, tip or gear number one. What you got for us? How many you got? How many you got? How many you got? You got a bunch? You got 12, 13? I've got three or four. Three oh, or four. Three or four. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, well, we put, have some crossover. Oh, well. Poop trip. Now, are we including pee tips as well or just poop only? Is that a real question? Or, or is it just bathroom tips? Because let's go back to the episode title. Does it say poop and pee? It does not. It does not. <laughs> I, you know what though? Have you ever have you ever strayed from a title? Yes, you have. <laughs> so I'm just, you know, I gotta clarify before we start because you know we definitely go down rabbit holes, but we don't usually start with them. <laughs> what I don't want to do is is talk about just poop, and you're like, oh, well, you don't pee on the trail. Why are you talking about okay. pee? So, so you're sure. you're a little resistant to jumping in here. Are you a little nervous? Because Am I nervous? Once you get going, I think you'll be fine. I'm nervous that I'm doing this with you. That's why. Because I know I'm going to okay. get, I know you have your grading book out and you get your pen out and you're going to, you know, going to get a, a I, progress I report. I have all that stuff out. I'll get the progress report after okay. we're done. Tip number one, stop stalling. Stop. <laughs> Tip number two, podcast <laughs> with not Carl. Uh, okay. Uh, I think starting off, I would say, um, let, let's just jump into the whole the whole trowel scenario because. Uh, before- whole trowel. I got the pun on that one. That was good. We get that whole trial. So you, a lot of people are like, you know, I bring my trial, bring my shovel. Um, I think one tip, uh, just some more insight on the trials that maybe people may or may not know is like, usually there's like three types of trials, right? You have your plastic trial, your aluminum trial, mm. your titanium trial. And if, unless you're on a titanium trial budget like Carl, and you can spend five times more on average for your trial than, mm. than the others... The best is usually the aluminum because uh, they can be. I think I've, <laughs> we're not all titanium lovers like you. you know? <laughs> aluminum is going to be lighter weight. Aluminum is going to okay. be like half a pound. Okay, it's going to be able to cut through some roots. A lot of them have like serrated edges, whereas the plastics not really going to do that. Right. And um, the titanium is obviously tougher, but like, look, Carl, we don't have. I have an Osprey budget. I don't have a titanium trial budget, so <laughs> okay. I'm going to save my money aluminum. So I would say just know okay. what if you if you're like where do I poop? Not where do I poop? What do I poop with? And you're like I'm just going to get only an okay. old trowel. Maybe focus on the aluminum. Gotcha. I'll start with that. First of all, I would like to apologize to everybody out there because I did use the word best in the episode title. And the episode's already out. It's too late to put a strike through through that word after the first tip. So we're just gonna we're just gonna try to recover. We're gonna try to recover. Wow, wow. We're starting yeah. we're starting basic. Uh, this is what he does when he knows okay. his list is inferior. <laughs> and this is what he does um, basically every episode. Let's see I don't, how great I don't your have tip to is. say anything Let's because people great. after hearing your first tip so let me just clarify. Your tip is to buy an aluminum trowel. Like pack in an aluminum trowel. That's what it, is that for real? Is that for real? Because everybody That is not the tip. The tip is distinguishing okay. between the three. Do you want to save weight? We talk about saving weight all the time. We're talking about saving money all the time. You go buy a trowel and you're like, oh, this one looks cool because it's green, but it's titanium and it's 20, 25 bucks instead of like, you know, five bucks or whatever. Then, you know, you, you figure it out. You figure it out. I want to see how great yours are. What I got from your tip, what it there sounded like you were suggesting 
was that the aluminum trowel was the best option. What's your What's your number one? No, no, no. We got it. We got to address this, my friend, because this is, this is a terrible tip. Yes, aluminum okay. number one. We've talked about this. We talked. To, this is why you use the pine cone. You don't want to bring a trowel. That's that's your tip is to not bring a trowel, not waste your weight on, especially an aluminum shovel, right? Well, you go first. What's your tip? Go. So use a rock. Use your boot. Use your shoe. Use whatever you have. Don't bring a trowel. All all trowels unnecessary. Exactly. Exactly. Use what exactly. nature gave you. There you go. Good comeback, my friend. You're gonna use it once and then be like, mm, I can just find a rock or a stick or a pine cone and do something. So don't do it. All right. So my first tip is is not as gear related. Mine's just a kind of straight up tip. I say explicitly communicate to your group where you plan to go. No. Right? What? You don't yeah. even. I know. This, I don't know. I know. I know. I know. This. This. You're like, why would you do that? I would say tell them two or three times to be clear. Say, hey, I'm going to go, whatever, 25 yards this way, 50 yards this way. I'm going to be over here. And then before you go, tell them again, maybe a third time. Because guess what? I don't always communicate clearly enough, apparently. And so I've had uh, twice I've had run-ins where one of my group members actually basically like came into my uh, zone and made it very uncomfortable to go to the bathroom. I don't, I don't even know how to respond to this step because A, are you, is your back turned to the to the camp while you're doing your business? Like, can't you see people coming and be like, yo, yo, I'm here, steer clear. I mean, aren't you able to right. shout them away? Are you, are you, are, maybe you're um, focused on your task at hand. I don't, I don't yeah. know. No, 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 no. The shouting did happen for sure. Okay, and they just. I don't you? think you're picking up on this. Both of the time, both of these encounters I've had where somebody's wandered into my poo zone was you. Mm. You did it twice. Once last year. <laughs> yeah, right. Clearly, uh, <laughs> you pick, hey, pick a new poo zone. And B, the last time that we did it at Capitol Reef, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go over here behind the thing. And I was like, it was the most vague thing that I've ever heard. I was like, <laughs> over here behind the by the by the bush over here. Like what? So yes, are you so are you suggesting that I should have been more explicit and told you two or three times to be clear? It was too no, I'm saying your spot was too close to people. There there were in the desert. There's not a lot of options, my <laughs> exactly. friend. Exactly. There's not a lot of exactly. options. So. And yeah, then you so. said see this is the danger you have because you started telling me so many times. I'm like, "Oh, you know what? I got to go now." It's in my head. I gotta go. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I guess I gotta go find a spot now. So that you're was having some flashbacks of water coolers. You're like, it's time to go. I blame you. I blame you. I think you reinforce my tip by saying I need to do a better job communicating. So I'm suggesting everybody else do that as well because you might have a Derek in your group who just Maybe. randomly wanders, or in the case of Glacier National Park, you didn't really wander. You more like I I let you guys go ahead climbing up a mountain pass, and then you came back to overlook the ledge to look down upon my spot. Well, we weren't really yes. looking at what you were doing, but uh, I yeah, mean, I, I sometimes I've had to gamble too. Look, like sometimes you're on an uphill climb, and you know everybody's in the same. Like I think I was in the middle of the pack, and then there was like two or three of the guys were behind me, and I'm like, I gotta go. Like it's it's coming, yeah. and I'm like, you don't have time. You're on the uphill, so I had to go find like right. a the thickest tree and just just like try to power it through before they caught up to me, and I barely made it. So yeah. Yeah, no, and that's a different circumstance. I'm talking, you know, basically you have the opportunity to communicate, and so I just say be very clear. Otherwise, you might have a Derek wanderer. Maybe we just need a better episode about picking a poop spot for Carl. Okay, well that's because that's what I'm telling. Okay, that could be one of your tips right now. I don't know. You got two or three more. You got two or three more. 
<sighs> okay. Well, I mean, part of my part of my tips were to yes, choose your. They, you know, I call it a job site. Choose your job site. Uh, I like to pick okay. a, a a site that has a, obviously good soil you can dig with your pine cone or your rock. And uh, I always try <laughs> to find like a good either like like semi skinny tree trunk that's that's small. I can just like grab it with both hands. Or I find like a really okay. hefty branch that I can just like put all my weight on, and just kind of lean back okay. and really that not not a log or, or would a log work too? Eh, I don't. I'm not a really big fan of the log. Maybe you like the log. Okay. I'm not, are you just resting your elbows on the log or what are you doing? I don't use. I'm just asking. I'm trying to get clear. I mean, you could use a log strategy. You could use a log, but okay. I think I find like lean grabbing something and being able to lean back gives you yep. that like mental spacing that you need, so you're not gonna like. I'll, I'm try, how do I how do I sugarcoat this? Like you're not gonna drop anything on your foot, if you will. Mm. So I think it allows you to kind of extend a little bit more, which I've found to be extremely helpful. That's a big time party foul, and I bet a lot of folks out there have had that. You get happen. a little, you know, you get a little scuffage on the old, yeah, on the old shoes. Every and that scuffage then. takes a long time to unscuff, right? You don't want to descuff that scuff. Yeah, nobody does. I I think though that if you're into the power squatting, good for you. Like you have quads of steel or whatever, that's great. But mm-hmm. for the other people, I'd say find something to grab onto and, and lean back a little bit. It's gonna make it okay. a lot easier. So you just said that we need to do a whole other episode on finding the right area, and then your tip was describing the right area. No, my so. again, again, listening skills subpar. I think that you. I was saying we need to have Carl. We need to teach Carl how to find a better spot. Oh. But this is what this episode's all about. Teach, you just taught me right there. Thank you. I'm, I'm helping me helping you. I don't even know what that okay. means. Well, but it's I appreciate good. it. You're feisty and defensive tonight. So I have not had anybody walk into my poop zone, okay. whereas well, you had me do it. I twice, don't want so. to be the first person. So maybe you need to wait till I'm either eating or sleeping, and then <laughs> maybe that's probably why. All right, I'll be very clear from now on for sure. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair um, all right so I got another tip. So this is for newbies or for people in general that have a tough time. Like like we're talking about it, we're talking, Derek already kind of mentioned a couple of the techniques you can use and you're just, this is just either grossing you out or it's making, your, making you cringe a little bit. Maybe you have some folks you're gonna bring if you're a trip planner and you know that this is gonna be an issue for them. So here mm-hmm. is the solution. Look for backcountry camp spots with pit toilets, okay? Pit They're toilets. becoming more and more common. Mm. Like in most national parks, like you can find backcountry pit toilets somewhere. And so you can kind of plan your trips around them. And personally, I would actually rather go out into the forest. I think like I don't want to go inside that like container filled exactly. with the smell it's of disgusting. yuck. But, but, you know, we have guys in our in our group that actually prefer that way more than the forest. So right. that could be true. So I don't know. But it, yeah, it is weird. But. That could be kind of a, a go-between until they get used to the outdoors. A go-between. Okay. Yeah, like kind of just easing them into I that I guess. Scenario. I mean, I guess. Because we've all gone in porta-potties. It's just like, what is it, one or two levels down from a porta-potty? Uh, maybe. I mean, but you're going to plan your trip and just look for these, these pit toilets and make sure they have pit There's toilets. Some parks actually have them near most, like in Glacier National Park, they're everywhere. Okay. Okay, but I do yeah, remember so, seeing some. But if you... If it's anything like labeling trailheads and trail signs, it's going to be a frustrating experience for these people because, as we know, many, mm-hmm. you know, many labels and things like that aren't that great. And so, like, are they keeping up to date with the poops? Are they having to 
these poop stations are they having to like how often do they clean these things out is it like weekly oh yeah they're, they're gonna be stinky but what's your first your first challenge is how accurate are the poop stations like are they on are they actually I mean, are they labeled on the map no probably not are they are they on the trailheads or are they sometimes sometimes they're labeled the map actually a lot of time they are but if not you can get the intel from the locals or from the locals where's the dare i station? say the ranger station Oh my gosh! I don't know. That's I, I don't know if I agree with that. Like, how are you gonna okay. you're gonna find the locals to tell you where the poop station is? I, like, yeah, locals on the trail just say, "Hey, is there a, like a pit toilet coming up or this?" But that, if that's spot? anything like we've had in our experience of like, uh, yo, hey, where's the junction at? Oh, it's uh, you know they give you like the that's true. You know how how much further is it? Yeah, you know, the poop station is just over there. Yeah, I don't know if I. <laughs> Are you calling the pit toilet the poop station? <laughs> poop station, pit toilet, poop station. I mean, you're handling your business there. You know? New name. I like. Pits, no, I, I actually prefer that over pit toilet. The poop station. <laughs> pit toilet is it's too PC. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, okay. So my uh, my next one is uh, has to do with dieting so if you <laughs> are or diets your diets okay. on the trail not dieting we're not all needing of a diet maybe carl but i mean okay so um, yeah. what, what you're eating on the trail what 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 is your diet is this gonna trail? be like a part-time vegan suggestion here a part-time vegan suggestion how do you have friends with these comments okay I'm, all i'm gonna say is just make sure your diet include i know we're gonna like load up on these power bars and these snacks and these freeze-dried foods and these chips and pretzels and all just make sure you mm. have make sure each of i i try to make sure my snacks at least or my breakfast or or not i don't really eat breakfast but if i'm gonna have something in the morning like making sure it has uh, a good amount of fiber in it to help your situation unload if you can okay so outside of oatmeal what do you suggest outside of oatmeal anything with like a good amount of fiber like a few grams of fiber on the trail we're eating okay. it's like millions of things so also, if so there's, there's a way, th- I'm not gonna start listing everything <laughs> with fiber. You can g- just give us a couple things that you eat for fiber. I eat. How, how hard uh, is this? There's like little. Well, you're gonna get, you're gonna get all vegan on me, right? There's like there's different types <laughs> of uh, there's different types of bars and crackers. Yes, that have fiber in them, but like you know, you can do the okay. dried fruits. You can do things like that okay. to help pass now around. But um, yeah, you know, I think you are gonna have to find something to help push the the food through. If you find yourself being somebody who's like gets angry, <laughs> what did I say? Push the food through. Help push the food. The poop. The food. Oh my you gosh! You gotta help. You're filled with quotes filled tonight. With quotes uh, if you're somebody yeah. who you know, like I'm gonna get anxious on the trail. I feel nervous out here, pooping right. and dropping my pants. Whatever. Eat some food that's gonna help push it all through because it's just gonna make it a lot easier. You're not gonna be like straining and worrying and all this other stuff. So, so be mindful of your diet. Include fiber in your diet. That's, Get the that's fiber. a fair point. There's also some drinks that will help with that too, with a lot of uh, fibery things in them. So, okay, I, I don't have those on hand though. But fiber, check it. Fiber. Load it. All right. Load it up. I do have some. I got some gear for you. Okay. This is from a newer company called Pact. P A C T. Ooh. All right. They actually make a whole poop kit. But I want to focus on two of the items in the kit, all right? So they make these tabs. They're just like these Mm -hmm. little, I don't know, just these like very small tablets that you can put into your cat hole that will actually break down the poop faster (laughs) in some sort of like organic, (laughs) biodegradable way. So that way it'll go back into the soil faster. So if you're very (sighs) green conscious, then, then that's one thing they make. Here's the other thing they make. This thing is actually... I wish I could show the video, so maybe 
maybe I'll include the link in the description, but they make this dehydrated wipe, okay? <laughs> I know, it just sounds like toilet paper, it's not, because so toilet paper's too, too flimsy. So you put, oh put a few God. drops of water on this, like, this is, I don't know, it's just a little bit bigger than a tablet, and then the, this wipe expands, and then you can use the wipe as a wipe, and it's strong enough to behave <laughs> as a wipe. Also biodegradable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining me poke, poke like, hey guys, hold on, I gotta go. I gotta bring my full kit of tablets and you know wipes. Well, I don't think you expanded. need to bring very many of these. Like they wait, like dehydrated wipe and tablets are gonna weigh nothing. That's a lot of extra gear. So I mean, I don't know. A tablet and a dehydrated wipe. Um, that's interesting. I mean, if I guess if you like to wipe thoroughly, this could be beneficial. Maybe um, mm-hmm. the tablets, though. I mean, is it? Is the poop taking a long time to biodegrade? I guess I guess it would compared to the tablet. If you're if you're concerned and, you, and especially if you're going into an area where it's just a very busy zone, so where everybody's backpacking there, for example, and so no matter where you go, you're stepping on poop or poop areas all the time. What? That where could is be, this place? Is this, I, is this I can give you some examples for sure. Glacier Falls, you uh, Mount Whitney in California. That zone, they're actually now requiring wag bags there, and okay. just like people leave their like you know dog poop bags the hikers are starting to leave their wag bags. And so now there's like no. wag bags everywhere. No. And, yeah. And so Jeez. there's that. Then there's also a place in Colorado. I actually haven't been because I'm afraid of the poop called Chicago Basin oh, out of Durango, which is super popular, super beautiful. But there's pooping. no limitations on how many backpackers can go there. So there's just people pooping, pooping everywhere. everywhere. They all kind of camp wow. in the same spot. And there's no pit toilet there. That so, is terrible. No poop yeah. station. Huh? Would you be? A, would you ever be up for like a a wag bag cleanup challenge, like in the Mount Whitney area? No, no, I wouldn't. You would not want to help out. Okay. I, I don't. I don't think that's my calling. Uh, to clean help, up helping others. is not your calling, or just that no, specific. No, let's not twist. Let's not twist. Uh, picking up other people's poop um, is not my calling. Uh, okay. I, I mean, if it was, it was, if it was like an emergency scenario somehow. Maybe I can buckle down. <laughs> and pick up. Okay, let's let's dig into this a little bit here. Describe the emergency poop pickup scenario. Look, look, let's just backtrack <laughs> for a minute. I can see now my folly because I could see that the use for tablets, uh, you know, with poop the size of yours, like the tablets could come in really okay. handy to break All that right. down quicker. I still want to know the emergency scenario. This is interesting to me. You know, maybe this. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have one. I don't okay. have one. Okay. Maybe there's a fire, and the flexion of the fire would be helpful. Maybe, maybe it's a controlled fire to burn the poop. There okay. you go. Well, Plum salt. I don't know if those fire. wag bags are burnable, but aren't they biodegradable? No, you're supposed to carry them out. This is the issue we talked about earlier this, this season. Terrible. Is we got to chuck them into the landfill. It's so I'm not sure it's worth it. Ugh, yeah, these people with the poo bags. Okay. Um, yeah, is anybody else out there up for the wag bag cleanup challenge? Like hike up Mount Whitney. How many wag bags can you pack out? Challenge. What are you gonna What are you gonna put the wag bags in? A plastic bag. I think they become the best pack ornament you could possibly have. You just kind of oh, dangle them off your pack. Dirty old poop, just dang. yeah. I don't know. You, you obviously bring like a trash bag or something, and then maybe double, triple bag it in your backpack. Go up there with an All empty right. backpack, okay. hike up, hike down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just empty my bag. Okay. And load we'll it see. Up. We'll see if anybody responds. Sounds like you're not up for that. I'm not so up, no. Next time I'm in California during the summertime, I will not count upon you. You know for what? That I don't. Know. It's not in my budget. Not my titanium budget. Um. Okay. okay. I have a, I have a gear. I have a gear tip. Uh. It's called the Kulo Clean. No way! That was my last one. That's awesome. Was it? The yeah, Kulo Clean good. portable bidet. 
Bidet. Uh, this is something you attach to the water bottle. It's a portable bidet, so it squirts, I guess, upward toward the region that needs to be cleaned. So if you're one of those people that has a bidet or likes to, you know, have that feature cleaning yourself, maybe you feel fresher doing that, um, yeah. then this is for you. Yeah. This is for you. Kulo, C-U-L-O, clean. Kulo clean. Yeah, Camel Cut sent us one, I think it was last year, year and a half ago. And so we've had the chance, I've had the chance to use it. I don't think you've used it yet, right? Is it, would I have to use the same straw that you use? Straw. Or, or, or attachment? It's just like a little, it's like a little black piece, like a knob that kind of goes on top of your water bottle. It's not a straw. There's no okay. straw involved Well, there. the one I saw, it had like a little uh, extension as well. Oh, interesting. This one, yeah. yeah, this one worked just fine without an extension piece, so. I mean, I'll, I'll try it. I'll try it. Okay. I will try it. All right. You bring enough. it on the next trip, I'll try it. Yeah. Guaranteed. So there's that. There's there's that's some that's some good some options for folks. Okay. All right. So if you want more, there's we have we have a whole other episode on how to poop in the woods. We did that. I think it was like first or second season. So you can kind of yeah you can dig deep and find that one. We tried to come up with some different thoughts and ideas and gear. So hopefully something resonated, something inspired perhaps. Something. Right. I hope you so. Think so. I hope okay. so. I uh, you know. I hope so. Okay. Dig dig it seven inches deep. Okay. You know, whatever you got. Alright, so you're admittedly a little feisty, so I don't I'm No, that's those are okay. your words. I didn't say I didn't I admitted. Well, nothing. I'm just a little nervous to share with you this next segment here. Oh. Because so this is after we put out that kind of the gear regret podcast where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, things that we wish we didn't buy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then you came up with things like cotton shirt. And so cotton shirt. Yeah, that was one of yours, right? Uh, I'm, I'm going to let you keep going. So Nate from Colorado Springs had a thought. He said, if you were to rename your podcast, would you call it The Education of Derek Somerville? Oh, wow. Hilarious. It's hilarious. I would call it okay. The Grading Curve of Carl Mandrioli, who uh, <laughs> likes to grade every... I would love to see under the microscope what some of you would do. It's a th- you got to have a thick skin. I want to dig into this a little bit too here because Nate is the one, he he's left us a few MP3s. Remember he was the one that was like, hello, Carl, Derek. Mm. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember. All right. So, so Nate's going to go on this next Canyonlands trip. He's going on the Patreon yeah. trip. And I don't know that he's team Carl, but he's definitely team anti-Derek here. So what are you going to do to endear Nate to convince him that you are legit? Wow, this is, this is, uh, this is I'm just going to be me, Carl. I'm just going to be okay. me. That's not good enough. Uh, um, you know, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. I'm not going to perform. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to be uh, the entertainer. I think you are going to perform. Know? I think you are going to be an entertainer. That's who you are. That is you. I think naturally <laughs> there will be some of that, yes. But, you know, you, you can't look. People, not everybody loved Jesus. So I can't expect everybody to love me. You know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> the, the bar is, is what it is. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Take that for what oh. you will. My goodness. Okay. So many things to unpack from this episode. All right. Are you comfortable if I just record that that meeting there? See how that goes. Record the meeting there? Yeah. With um with you and him or with me and him? Why would it be interesting for me to record the meeting with me and him? Why would that be interesting? Because if you whip out a camera the first time I meet him, it would be extremely weird. Oh, I'll just do it in the background. You don't even notice it's there. Yeah, okay. There's going to be a lot of people there. 
You'll have the tripod out. And you'll have the, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take that as a, a yes, so long as I'm in the background. Derek, wait, wait, wait. Derek, Derek, do that again with the same reaction. <laughs> Just a little bit louder because I didn't get it on the, you know, I didn't get it. Okay. <laughs> it's so I'll, weird. Again, I'll take that as a yes, so long as I'm in the, I'm in the background. All right. Uh, okay, so this will be interesting. This will be kind of an interesting part of the trip for sure. So we'll report back on that. Yeah. Okay, so are you ready to do some sort of like a dual review on Salty yeah, Bridges? Yeah, let's do it. Right, let's do it right after this. this. So- Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Speaking of dropping your britches, we got some salty britches. This is a company that we got turned on to actually by Exoskin because apparently a lot of people, a lot of the athletes that use Exoskin, they kind of pair this with this ointment for all sorts of purposes. So Derek, what... What are what's the thought behind some salty britches stuff? What do they got? I think this thought is to protect your skin, make your experience a lot more enjoyable overall. Smooth. Right? Yeah, that's a well played. Okay, so we have we have a we have a few, Carl. We have the chafing ointment, which is you know pretty much what it is, and then uh, I believe there is a winter skin relief ointment. Which will help. And then there was like the, uh, it was like a chafing rash ointment that can be used like in the water as well. So there was three things that we got to take a peek at. So I am actually very engaged and interested in just this whole ointment stuff. Not just, not that I'm like a lotion guy or anything, but this is not what that is. I have been using, I've kind of shared over the past, like I've, I've been a body glide guy. I've been a sport shield guy and mm. I haven't purchased that stuff, mm-hmm, specifically mm-hmm. the body guide, in a long time. I'm always looking for different options and different things. And definitely the fit, the base layer fit, is a key part in repelling a lot of the, of the chafage and that sort of thing. But what's interesting about this, yeah. the Salty Bridges stuff is that it was actually born not out of just trying to replicate those two items I already mentioned. It was actually trying to kind of up the game because it was it's basically born out of just this kind of like almost like a rash or chafage from from salt from like salt water from going in the ocean and then so it's kind of more meant initially for going to the beach and then it got i don't know people in the 
endurance world got turned on to it and they've been using it ever since because there's a lot of transitions from you know like triathlons like from water to bike and this and that or just yeah just in extreme moisture environments you just want the best possible ointment so that's kind of the, the background behind it right, so right. i'm interested because i like this kind of stuff and helps me to have like i said a more smooth go at things so so what yeah. was your yeah so what did you try out was what was your personal takeaway I have okay. So the one I used was the uh, winter skin relief ointment. I gave the water chafing one to my nephew who gets rashes all the time surfing. And um, but for me, the the relief ointment. Uh, you know, I hate having dried hands, lips, just like a face in general. I like when I get out of the shower, when I'm walking, when it's cold out windy i hate it so i put some of this ointment on my hands um uh, at night i was going outside it was, a bunch of stuff. it was great didn't have any issues there's 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 some pretty tough winters in california right tough i mean it's like 50s guys it's rough <laughs> you know it's not like the baby cold like what is it what is it out there like negative one it's not like that that's that's for babies um right. no it's no just it was it's just nice it, i didn't feel any uh my hands stayed moist my hands stayed like you know they didn't get dried out and cracked, and uh, it just—it wasn't annoying at all. It was great. So yeah. I—I I keep it in my car, and I'm—I'm going to use it um, anytime I get cold or anything like that. Anytime you get out. cold, you're going to use that. When my hands get cold. Okay. When my hands get cold. When your hands get cold, you're going to put on the ointment. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's okay. right. All right. I don't want to get—I don't want to get chafed. I don't want to get cracked. So you're kind of more of like a lotiony guy. All right. I do like a lotion. I like a good lotion, a good moisturizer. <laughs> All right. The, the thought behind the winter, I think, is that, yeah, your hands get dry because typically in a lot, of, especially the really cold environments, it has a lower humidity, and so your skin tends to dry out, lips get chapped, all that stuff. So I think that's the thought behind that one for sure. So for me, the anti-chafing one, this is going to sound sort of silly, but one of the things that, I, that really appeals to me is just the scent oh, boy. of the stuff so, right so have you smelled body glide for example no i don't even, i wouldn't even remember i mean i have but yes but it's been so long right yeah i i got a small a strong smeller so i i don't like that smell so it's not like a it's not i'm like excited to put it on but it's got the salty purchase has a pleasant scent happy to use it the keys it stays on all day i don't yeah i don't know that i would pre-apply unless i was anticipating areas but with it one thing that i liked is it comes in these little handy dandy kind of travel pack like single double use packs you could throw right. in like a first aid kit or something and so that's mm. what i'm most interested in my hope for them in the future which i actually reached out and asked them about is that they'll they'll make more of like a stick or something yeah, yeah, yeah. that is more of like a multi-use but small right. and lightweight that we can kind of bring with us in the backpack right. world and i think they're developing that that'd so. be huge that'd be huge so i would i would give them a five out of five for how i've used it so far once they have something like that. So I'm going to go four out of five pending the next product, like the next step in this process. Yeah, that's fair. I know, I know for the water chafing one, I would be much more apt to use it. Cause I, I there's certain sunscreens, like you want to reapply when you're out there. And so for right. example, I, I use like a stick and I keep it in the pocket right. of my gear while I'm out in the water. So if you had an anti-chafing thing that was like a stick and you're out there and you're like feeling anything, that would be huge because it's i mean it, it, you just get rushed over yeah and i think well this is supposed to last the whole day and so um yeah we haven't been on a backpack trip since we had this but i think like we talked about before the the highest compliment we can pay to a product or a company is it's coming on the next trip and at least yeah. for me i'm bringing those little travel pack size ones right mine's okay. in the car right now okay so all right so thank you salty britches and um 
we'll, we'll do an update on that, a chafage update coming up. So, but something to check out if that's something you struggle with, for sure. We got some uh, poop trivia? Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest, man. This is not my best trivia. I would not rank this oh as my number one trivia. I'm going to say it's my number two trivia, though. Number two trivia. It's not It's not my best. It's number two. Okay. Yeah. Did you get that? I don't think you got that. I, I got it. I got it. Number two, poop. Okay. okay. It, yes. All right. So three questions. Three questions. All right. I don't feel good about this, but I'm going to, I'm going to try. Oh, I, I think you even partially answered the first question already. Actually, you partially answered two out of the three oh, questions. <laughs> maybe not the first one. Okay. Oh, well, then maybe I, yeah. maybe I feel better. All right. Number okay. one, what is the deuce of spades? Oh, the deuce of spades. Well, it's a couple things. It's a card in the player's yeah. deck, but mainly it is a brand of trowel yep. um, that is aluminum. The deuce of spades. Uh, or titanium. I don't know, actually. I don't, I don't own it. But it's, wow, it is not titanium. No, it's Deuce of Spades is 0.5 ounces, Carl. It's aluminum. Okay, it's aluminum. Okay, this is why this is why I gave that tip because people like you don't know. So well, there it's you not go. something I buy, but I but what I do like about it is the name. I think the name is super creative. Double pun, double pun. Deuce right? of Spades is epic. That's an epic name. Yeah. That, How do you think they came up with that name? Like, I'm just imagine some guys sitting around like let's let's make a better trowel, guys. So what should we call it? They're probably playing cards and up okay. pop the deuce of spades. He's like, whoa, you know, light bulb moment. There it is. Right. That's what yeah, I think. And they made that into a company. So impressive. Impressive. Genius. Personally, like it's an expensive trowel. I'm not buying it. I'd rather use a rock. So there okay. you go. That's number right. one. Fair. Number two, uh, we talked about the WAG bags. So this is multiple choice. What does WAG stand for? Oh, all right. You're good. At, you're good at these. I'm actually bad at these. You're good at these, though. Wax. The acronym thing from Balderdash. All right. A. Waste uh. alleviation and gelling. <laughs> okay. Waste alleviation and gelling. gelling. All right. And gelling. Uh, okay. Uh. B. Water and gunk. Mm. Okay. I'm guessing the waters from. Well, you can figure it out. Um. C. <laughs> <laughs> Waste abandoned setup. Waste abandoned setup. Where's okay. the Where's the G? Yeah. Well, maybe oh, that's. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Figure it out. Uh, D. Waft a grumpy. No comment. That was you. Okay. Waft a grumpy. And letter E. Number two pack ornament. Jeez. Oh, uh, I don't remember what WAG stands for. Okay. What was number one? I don't know that you ever. I don't know that. Either of us ever learned. I, th- I looked it up and I was like, I didn't know that. What was number one again? Waste alleviation and gelling. I guess I'll go with that. That is correct, my friend. Yes. Yeah, supposed to gel all that stuff together, I guess. So uh, you already passed, but I think you're gonna get this last one. Name three pooping positions people commonly use in the backcountry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I might. One of them you might not have. Uh, okay, okay, there's the squat. Yeah. There is the uh, I guess the lean. Oh, yep. where you're grabbing, you're grabbing and leaning on something, mm-hmm. uh, and then I, I, there was one I used to use um, when I went down to Mexico and I didn't want to go in the outhouse. We called it the one hand jam. This sounds disgusting. No, you just lean back on one hand and angle your body as such, and then do your okay. business like that. Ooh, but that I don't know if that's on your list. No, it's not. It's well, not. I didn't have a list. I, I just I thought you get this one because there's there's all sorts of options there. One of the ones that we talked about in our first episode was not really a position, but it, this is something that I read. I literally read this in a backpacking book I got out of the library. It said, oh. yeah, this is a way to basically avoid using toilet paper is if you can find a soft, grassy meadow, 
then when you're done doing your business, <laughs> you just scooch down the meadow on your butt to clean it. Mm, that no. was in a book, backpacking book. Wow, True story. Really? True story. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's all I got, Carl. Um, thanks for the poop knowledge. Um, guys, check out the Patreon. <laughs> we got all kinds of ad-free uh, episodes on there, all kinds of goodies. Check it out. Five bucks a month. It's going to help Carl buy two-ply toilet paper, not the one-ply. It's just It's been a mess. Everything's <laughs> just getting gross and brown. So we'll see you guys next time. Remember, guys, if you need to dig it, Carl won't have anything but a titanium trowel. So steal it. I want to Carl's inspired me. I'm just going to say it. Like, you know, there's been a lot of times where, you know, I, I bury the poop. I dig it with the pine cone. I'm, I've done my business, blah, 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 blah. But sometimes he comes back with his wag bag and he's like, guys, um, you know, my two pills that I just, you know, tried to disintegrate my poop with, it didn't, it didn't cover it all because it was so big. So I brought it back and I'm going to jump in the fire. And you know what it's going to do? It's going to keep away the mosquitoes. It's the ultimate mosquito repellent. And we might all vomit and puke throughout the night, but you know what? No bites. No bites. True friend. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, host of Hunt Stand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.